It should be a little squeaky. It should be a little squeaky. It should be a little squeaky. Hand me that brush, bruh. I'm fanatically as fuck. I got my hand on a brush. What's up, squeak? What's up, squeak? Oh, squeak, squeak. That's it. Got it. Squeak, squeak. Squeak, 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 squeak. Porsche. I got that brown spray on the back of the porcelain. Illin, illin, illin degenerous. I'm so generous, such a degenerate. Especially when you have it, it's actually just in the bowl, and all you have to do is just grab that brush and go squeaky, squeaky, and it's gone. <laughs> Welcome to Armageddon After Party, a beak of a dark, dark world. I'm Dick Leverboy, here in the bunker once again with the Reverend Flores, but no, little Squeak. Oh, sad news coming out of Oconee County. I know. It's... Who's, who saw that one coming? I mean, that's that's the thing. He's He's... I don't know. He's such a lively fellow. Like I can't believe that things just took such a weird turn. Ugh. I I agree. It's it's not like Squeak. No, know what I mean? <laughs> it's not like Squeak. No, it's not like it at all. <laughs> uh, well, we wish you well, Squeak. We know this isn't a permanent thing unless this you know ends up being the, you know the most highly rated podcast that we have of all time uh, but you would understand i'm sure if that's the case so it's okay i mean everybody gets tired every now and then i, I first of all i've never been too tired to do this <laughs> never called it off at the last minute never just refused to answer a text message uh, so I, I really don't understand it, um, but we're gonna press on. We're gonna we're gonna press on. We're gonna press on. So I would I would like to point out. I think this episode should have a sponsor. Oh yeah. Not a sponsor that uh, realizes they're a sponsor, but uh, I would uh, I would like for us to give some love to Cafe Racer. Okay, cool. I love a I love a free sponsorship. Let's do let's do more of those. Cafe well, Racer in down, not downtown, but right there in Arnoldsville. <laughs> <laughs> a few miles outside of downtown Arnoldsville at the crossroads of Arnoldsville Road and Highway 78. Yeah, The former biscuit barn, weird little trailer thing. Cool. So, yeah, would they do something to, to like spark your interest and giving them a shout out? No, they're just generally awesome. We, um, I headed back over there uh, this evening and grabbed a couple of their delicious Thursday night hamburgers, and my God in heaven, they were good. Oh yeah, really? Okay, mm-hmm. you did a Thursday night again, and it was a, it was a good, a good choice. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh. And I mean, they're just they're generally like good people. Like I really like those folks. They're they're just nice and appreciative and so happy to see you on a consistent basis. I think I may be following for their tricks. Uh, yeah, it sounds like you are. Um, but you know, go, you could maybe one Thursday, you know, just bring Dick Loverboy a delicious burger. You know, one of these days I'm going to be able to eat bread again. <laughs> but not... <sighs> today but yeah I, w- I will say that if uh, if you're hungry on a thursday night it's well worth the drive out to beautiful oglethorpe county to hit cafe racer from delicious burgers uh they also have online ordering for biscuits and donuts and stuff in the morning uh again generally just good awesome people they're really fucking cool and they produce a delicious product and they have a smile on their face when you show in so tell them the armageddon after party sent you and when they're confused just I don't know where to go from there. That's your call on the rest of that conversation. However you want it to go. Ooh, yeah. You know, just be clear in both your typing and or your speaking on the phone. Uh, I'd like to give another 
shout out to uh, the artist who created our, th- our th- uh, you know, intro song there, uh, Black Gold and Texas Tea. Thank you so much uh, for the little little squeak, little squeak theme. Uh, it's good to hear his voice, even though he can't, uh, you know, even be bothered to zoom in. Just can't muster up the gumption to take part in this uh, awesome podcast. He said he was, you know, he's had a he's had a long, long week at work, and I say, (laughs) haven't we all? Give me a break. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Just kidding, little squeak. I get it. Sometimes you just don't want to hear the voice of the Reverend Florist, and I I appreciate that. (laughs) You bastard! <laughs> uh, I'd also also like to give a big shout out to uh, YouTube. Not a, not a sponsorship, but uh, just big shout out to YouTube. They hooked me up pretty nice uh, earlier today. Oh, okay. YouTube. Well, wow. Wow. Just thank you, Google. <laughs> <laughs> well, right before the podcast, I was like, I want to check out this Cruella Deville trailer that everybody's talking about. Oh, I saw that trailer. I did not see that trailer. What happened with me is I uh, <laughs> opened up YouTube on my cellular telephone, and uh, I started scrolling through because I figured it would show up in one of the like the front video sponsored videos or whatever the kids are calling them these mm-hmm, days. Mm-hmm. But no, I got completely sidetracked by a, a, a video that was just Tulsi Gabbard working out. Oh, that sounds fun. It was all right. <laughs> um. Well, I would say the Cruella, de, Cruella, I guess is the name of the movie, uh, um, uh, trailer was pretty interesting. I, Emma Stone seems like she's going to make an interesting character out of it. Uh, I, uh, As a 101 Dalmatians purist, I'm not sure how I feel about the lack of Dalmatians in said movie or trailer, movie trailer. Um, but you know, I, I know this is like a prequel or whatever. Didn't she want to skin said Dalmatians? Yeah, she wanted to wear Dalmatian fur, like a real uh, Buffalo Bill. <laughs> <laughs> Does she had that deep ass voice when the police show up at her house. Yeah, she's like, I just hit the hookah. Would you fuck me? Would you a great big fat Dalmatian? I'd fuck me. I'd fuck Dalmatians. <laughs> Would you fuck me? I'd fuck me. <laughs> the Dalmatians got so many holes on them. Oh, God. At least they look like holes. Oh, my goodness gracious me. Uh, no, it looks interesting, you know. Um, I like a nice stylized movie. Um, and, yeah. Emma Stone's cool. So, I'll give it a chance. Is it coming oh, out yeah. for free on Disney Plus? Uh, I hope so. Probably <laughs> not. They're probably going to charge a lot of money for it if I had to guess. Yeah. Mm. Mm. They're going to bump up the price of Disney Plus. Speaking of Disney Plus, did you finish up Captain Marvel the other night? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. I finished it up. Um, and... Moved on to several others since then. Oh, yeah. Uh, I What I watch after that one? The immediate one after that, I went and watched uh, Thor uh, Dark World. Ooh. Uh, which I don't believe I ever watched. No, I never seen, saw that one before. Um, mm-hmm. Which I enjoyed. Uh, and then I was like, you know what? I want to watch one that I have seen and I know kind of sucks. So let's watch Iron Man 3. Ooh. (laughs) And you know what? It wasn't as bad as I thought it was. Is that the one with Whiplash? Um, Ooh, I don't think so, unless I'm not... uh, No, Whiplash is in the second one. The third one has the Mandarin. Yeah, Mandarin and the third one, for sure. Um, Sometimes I don't know the characters' names, so I was like, oh, wait, what does Whiplash do? It sounds like he goes real fast. Uh, no, he lashes people with two giant whips. Oh, I was way off. (laughs) 
Wow. I mean, I, mean, I think Goes Really Fast is a pretty safe bet in any superhero movie. That's uh, <laughs> If you're going to toss one out there, that's a pretty solid guess. Okay, I mean, I get it. I was playing it safe, but you don't have to call me out for it in front of everybody. Oh, my bad, dude. Oh, my gosh. What, are we at work? Are you trying to get my job? <laughs> well, I guess we kind of are, except we don't make any money at this. <laughs> true, true. We, we keep giving our sponsorships out for free. <laughs> no, we're working our way around. If enough people show up at Cafe Racer and tell them that the Armageddon After Party sent you, oh, eventually did... they're going to listen, and they're going to be like, hey, we need to throw them some uh, little cash money. Did you tell them to tell them the Armageddon After Party sent you? Uh, I'm telling them now. Tell them that the Armageddon After Party sent you. Oh, just in case you made it this far in the podcast, make sure you t- make sure you tell them the Armageddon After Party sent you. Mostly just the Reverend Florist and the Dick Lover Boys indifferent. Oh yeah. No, I'm, so, I, I'm not indifferent. I really want you to tell them. Oh yeah. <laughs> so I think the last time that we got together, uh, the impeachment trial was going on. Mm. Mm-hmm. So how about that impeachment, buddy? Oh, man. Uh, you know, of course, I was... President like... Trump, not guilty, says Dick Loverboy. Yeah, of course. And a minority of United States senators. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, is this was this my call on the last one? Uh, yeah, um, of course. No, I'm I'm just pointing out how like how excited you were that he was uh, found not guilty. Uh, now this go around. Oh, I was so excited. Are you kidding me? Um, <laughs> yeah, to be expected. Uh, Republicans are pussies. There, I just said it out loud on the internet for everyone to hear. Y'all all pussies. Dude, we're trying to gain listeners. What are you doing? I don't want to gain those kind. Oh, no. We can't further divide the nation with our podcast. What are you talking about? I know. I'm kidding. Not kidding. We got to bridge the gap. We got to bring people together. You're right. Republicans are uh, just little kitties. They're just little sweet little kitties that want to be like petted and, you know, probably going to piss on your clothes if you leave them on the floor. You know what I mean? Kitties. I think they're right scumbags. <laughs> I think, I mean, I, I really, I feel like this was, this was their fucking chance. Like they, they had the opportunity. I mean, they all acknowledge that he fucking did it. That's the, that's the sick thing about it too. They're all like, yeah, oh, he, so he totally did that. And they, and they fell back on essentially saying they didn't think it was constitutional to vote to convict him. That is that the, the line they gave? That's a line McConnell gave for sure. And uh, and then immediately after the vote to um, acquit, he's like, "Yeah, it was his fault." <laughs> so you fucking, you all, you didn't all vote, but like there there was a vote to you know say whether it was con- constitutional, which I don't know what what's the other option. There's no option of taking it to the Supreme Court in that case. These idiots get to kind of do whatever they want. Oh, I don't know. It's frustrating um, watching on um, Sunday when, you know, they uh, they were planning on uh, giving closing statements and then the uh, house managers come up there and say that they're going to call witnesses and it just like threw everybody <laughs> off and they're like scrambling like to, to like figure out what, what the hell they're going to do. Uh, that was kind of funny, but also like, uh, you know, like a six hour delay and them just like saying, all right, fine. Yeah. <laughs> we don't have the votes. We're not going to do this. Well, they did. I think that was about getting in that the evidence of that phone call right. that Trump had with Kevin McCarthy, which was pretty hilarious when, I mean, the, what I've, what I've seen about that phone call was essentially that, uh, Kevin McCarthy called Trump and was like, dude, fucking do something. And Trump's just like, these aren't my people. These aren't my people. I don't know what you're talking about. And and then he's like, you got to do something. And he goes, well, maybe these people are just more uh, disappointed with the way the vote went than you are. And yeah. apparently Kevin McCarthy's response, the leader of the Republicans in the House, was, do you not know who the fuck I am? Right. <laughs> Which, 
I can pretty much appreciate that response at any given time from anyone. Right. Like, do you not know who the fuck I am? <laughs> well, he probably didn't know who the fuck he is. He doesn't know anything oh. that's going on in there. Uh, but I mean, but just that, I mean, th- that guy who voted not to impeach him, like uh, openly acknowledging Trump, like had knowledge of what the fuck was going on and just didn't give a shit. Right. Oh, it's gross. But, but I was thinking, I mean, they had this opportunity, I think the, the Republicans in the Senate, at least to just be like, Hey, we clearly hitched our wagon to this dude. We realize now given what happened that on live TV in front of everybody, like apparently he's a lot fucking crazier than we thought he was. Let's just go ahead and convict him and then just divorce ourselves from it. Like they, I feel like they had an out. Right. They had the opportunity to like do as little damage to the Republican party as possible. And they just squandered it. Like just, yeah, just divorce yourself from him and take your fucking lumps and like, just have a fucking backbone, you worms. Yeah, it's ridiculous. They, oh. mm, they are, you, you think, are they afraid of convicting him, barring him from office again, and then one of his children, like, just being in his stead? Because, like, that's going to happen regardless, right? Like, unless they all go to jail, which... <laughs> well, you know, uh, there's definitely that possibility. Uh, I did see something today where apparently Ivanka Trump announced that she is not running for uh, the Senate seat against Marco Rubio in Florida. Oh, well, okay. I guess that's good. I guess she's just saving it for president in, tw- <laughs> in uh, you know, 2024. That's my prediction. I made it on Twitter a while back. Well, I don't think it's a, a real far-fetched one. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's let the prettiest one of the group do it. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe they'll believe her. No, you, Eric. Eric's the prettiest one. What are you talking about? Mm, you're right. Yeah. Um, but no, they're just the Republicans are afraid of his of his base. They're of those people turning against him and how rabid and crazy they are, and. They just couldn't take the risk on doing this, and it's like, all right, good luck with that party for the next four years. We'll see how things go for y'all. It's just getting worse. Yeah, for sure. Um, and the worst part about it is that it just, you know, perpetuates, you know, the folks that are in it to like continue to be in it, uh, mm-hmm. and. It's causing, like, you know, family strife and divide and so much more than just, like, you know, the balance of power in the in the federal government. It's just... Uh. It's also causing so many stupid fucking memes. One of my cousins on Facebook posted one, and it's like, Trump... Uh, holding up a double bird and he goes impeach this and it's just like you don't even realize that they, they did they did impeach that they didn't they impeached that twice right like, you don't you don't really have a good grasp on what impeaching means oh <laughs> apparently eric trump on twitter said something about we're two and oh <laughs> it's like you realize he got impeached twice right you know what that means don't you right oh but we uh, we did watch the vote, and that was fun because they were doing like all the the hype or whatever, and they were flashing up the headshots of the senators as they voted. And I'm I kind of believe I'm kind of with some of the people that think they're child molesters. Like several of them looks just hideous. <laughs> we watched it on MSNBC. But they didn't have like the 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 face shot. Um. Or at least what we were watching didn't, and um, uh, but it was interesting, you know, to hear everybody's vote. And what there's uh, Republicans from Louisiana, and then one from North Carolina that uh, uh, voted to convict. Uh, a well, there were seven. There were seven of them. Well, seven, but there were five that pe- people thought would do it, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, so 
when those two like said it and they were both very early in the in the voting process they had mm-hmm. you know uh lower names in the alphabet and um uh it was like oh 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 no 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 and then as you're watching the numbers add up you're like ah oh, they're not gonna there's no way it's mathematically <laughs> impossible shit yeah but i would like to point out uh i would like to give the i guess the title of senate hottie to uh arizona senior sinister <laughs> senior excuse me arizona arizona jeez oh, i'm gonna have a drink yes please Senior Senator <clears throat> Arizona. Arizona Senior Senator Kristen Cinema. That is a tongue twister. Okay. I missed her. Um, but yeah, I think she's uh, I think she's almost certainly Senate Hottie. It's either her or uh who is that young fella Georgia just put up there? Um which one? They're both pretty hot. <laughs> <laughs> uh Arizona senior senator. You just said Arizona too. Is it because I said it earlier? Maybe. Anyway, I'm going to check out uh, the career of Christian Cinema and see uh, what I can come up with. But right now, number one hottest senator, in my opinion. All right. Cool. Oh, yeah. We'll put it on the board. Hey, you guys listening at home, just put it on the board. That is, your wife has got me listening to the podcast Politics War Room with James Carville and Al Hunt. Right, I've heard a lot about it. It's oh, it is hilarious. It is. I mean, it is a fucking uh, just a lesson in how not to conduct a Zoom call. <laughs> and then on the most recent, it's two old guys. It's Al Hunt and James Carville. They're both just technologically illiterate they talk over each other constantly on this most recent episode not only is carville clicking a pin the entire time just like (laughs) they bring in jane fonda also a very very old person who doesn't really understand not talking over somebody on a zoom call oh my gosh it's just fucking chaos wow uh we had some pin clicking in those early episodes (laughs) But they they like to, and for two episodes now, they keep going back to this about how they firmly believe that Tommy Tuberville from Alabama is hands down the dumbest person in the U.S. Senate. Oh, my gosh. Well, they're probably not wrong. I mean, come on. They're just giving him hell. They're just talking about, like, if you gave him a test, what do you think? How do you think he would do? Carl was like, I don't think he would pass gas. <laughs> just any test. It doesn't even matter. <laughs> Give him a... Give him an AIDS test. Oh my God! I, give him COVID. I don't know what's 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 worse these days. I don't know. <laughs> you were a you're a big fan of the Larry Sanders show, right? I was a big fan of it um, back in the day when it was on TV, and but have not revisited it in many many years. I never watched it. We're uh, we're going through the first season now. I think we're like four or five episodes in. It's a really funny show. I've enjoyed the shit out of it. I do remember it being very funny. Um, I don't remember really any storylines. <laughs> so there we go. That was the uh, <laughs> bit about the um, Larry Sanders show. Um, check it out on your local HBO Max. It does look really weird. I don't know what it is about the transfer, but it on the television now it's it's all choppy and it looks it essentially looks like a shitty Zoom call. Oh wow! Well, you know, maybe they're trying to update it to the to the times. You know, I don't know. Well, no, no, it's definitely not updated. It looks really, really old. Yeah, it's like you. It's almost like you played if you recorded it off of television onto a VHS tape. And then you set up uh, a VHS camera in the room and just set it on the TV and took a picture of it while it was playing off the first VHS tape. I feel like it's that level of crappiness. Yeah, they were um, updating it to Zoom times is what I was saying. Pandemic Uh, Come on, man. My bad, dude. Sorry. Come on. I got to do better. I don't have a little squeak here to call me on my bullshit. Ah. 
Uh, should I pretend to be a little squeak? No, I think that would be offensive. Okay. Because <laughs> I was about to go with my little squeak impression. <laughs> you know, I won't do it. I won't do it. <laughs> Some squeak appropriation? Mm-mm, mm-mm, not just save it. Just just fold that one up, stick it in your back pocket. Maybe hold on to it for later. I Surprise me. I got it back there. I got it. It's it's oh. ready to go. Uh, speaking of being sad about losing somebody, I guess you saw that uh, we lost Farmington Kitty, right? Uh, yes, I did see that, and I'm very sorry to hear that. Um, oh yeah. I didn't inquire further earlier uh because i felt like you wanted to tell me the story (laughs) it's not much of a story i can update you on what happened though was it a car no no i oh okay i'm not sure what it was oh okay so he he disappeared okay so i guess i'll back up a little bit his sister a much fluffier cat lived next door and uh, I guess about six months ago, maybe a year ago, we noticed that she was just looking like just shit on toast, just mangy, like chunks of hair were missing. And then eventually I was talking to the neighbor and he was like, yeah, we don't know where Poof went. I think maybe she wandered off. I was like, oh, okay. And then like two days later, I'm out in my backfield and I was just like, I think Poof's around here somewhere. Oh, no. <laughs> Uh, but I left that alone. We just—I I let him assume that Poop went off to a farm somewhere to live throughout right. the rest of her life. So anyway, yeah, Farmington was pretty old, and he—he uh, he disappeared. I think the week of Valentine's Day, which we always have concern because it gets really cold out, and we usually put something out for him to bundle up into. Because right. he—he's—he's he's an outdoor cat. I know people probably have feelings about leaving cats outdoors all the time, but we. He came with our house when we bought it. When he was an outdoor cat then, and he stayed an outdoor cat. So most cats are outdoor cats. All the time, <laughs> even when it's freezing cold. Yeah, like if you want to like take all cats into consideration in the world, like most of them live outside all the time. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I uh, went under the house yesterday just to look around and see what the deal was, and yeah, found him uh, laying over. He scared the shit out of me because I was looking at uh, while I'm under the house, I'm checking for termite damage and looking at the duct work and making sure that there's not issues with that. And so I was looking up and then just kind of glanced down and realized I was like three feet away from him. It scared the shit out of me. Oh. <laughs> But it's good. Cats have a natural uh, handle for removal from under uh, under houses. It works out pretty well. Oh, <laughs> that's that's never fun though. No, no, it sucks. But. So yeah, I went and uh, R.I.P. Dug a little hole in the backyard, uh, cracked open a beer, and wished him well. That's cool. And it, it was it was really weird too because I'd been thinking like. If he's gone, like we we probably need to get another cat, but I don't want to go get a cat from a shelter and then stick it outdoors. So I'll rely on my old family method of getting animals, which is just to wait until one wanders into your yard and then like that's our animal now. <laughs> just to give it better food than where it came from. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the other day, yeah, I saw a a good, pretty good size like gray kitty, like all gray all over, just like the the cat that I remember from when I was a real young kid. Um, it was in our backyard, and then so, yeah, right as I finished, uh, like, uh, filling in the hole and then kind of arranging things and everything for uh, for Farm Kitty uh, and having my moment, having my drink and, and a little tear in my eye, I look up and I see this gray cat, like, slinking through the neighbor's yard, and it was just like, hey, buddy, <laughs> you want a you wanna job? We've got a, something just opened up if you want to come over here. <laughs> It's a fresh food bowl over here. Still water in the bowl, I think. <laughs> but yeah, the wife said that she's seen the gray cat hanging out on the front porch, and I've got extra cat food now. So I just moved uh, farm kitties uh, bowls in the, in, under the front porch and poured out a little food and left it there. And something ate some of that food yesterday. So <laughs> we'll we'll see what's going to happen with this. <laughs> we're we're going to catch one eventually. <laughs> 
Wow. Well, I figured I'd do that thing where you just incrementally move the bowl closer and closer to wherever you want the cat to actually finally eat. Right. <laughs> or smart. I just end up feeding, like, possums and raccoons on our fucking front porch. Yeah, that's probably what's happening. <laughs> Let's be honest. Um, but no, he was uh, he was a good kitty. He he proved to be a very good friend for our dog, which was surprising, and uh, was just super chill. He was a good cat. That's cool. Well, I only got to interact with him a brief uh, amount of times, few times, briefly. Um, but he will be missed. So, hey, here's one to Farmington. Oh, yeah. Cheers. Here's to you, buddy. You were a good friend. Oh, the other weird thing was, uh, so my dad uh, called, I guess, about a week ago. And just kind of out of the blue, he was like, hey, uh, I was reading something and I was thinking about you. He's like, I got this devotion book that I've got that uh, it's like devotions for animal lovers. <laughs> and he's like, I'm going to send this to you. And I was like, all right, cool. And so he sent it to me, and I was like, okay, I'll, I'll read these. I'll try this out. I'll check this out. I'll read these daily Bible verses and these weird animal stories and see what I got. No shit. Yesterday, buried the cat. To saw the other feral cat in the in the uh, in the yard. Today, uh, cracked out with this little devotional book and was reading it. The entire story was about like taming a feral cat. Oh my god. I was like, clearly, Jesus wants me to tame this cat. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, maybe this is... Whoa. Maybe this is it. Maybe this is, this is your new path. This is what drives me back to the church. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the Lord does work in mysterious ways. Oh, wow. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> this man loves animals. There's animals everywhere. <laughs> Maybe we can get him to tame a feral cat. All right. This is not your yeah. The, That's the, the feral cat was the first one that really got me. Like the first one that I read, it was just like I took my kids to the to the mountains and there were a bunch of hummingbirds and isn't God good? And it's just like nah, it's just hummingbirds. That's not really impressive. Yeah, and it's like you have to go to the mountains for those. How about like just put a feeder outside your damn window? Are you lazy? Jeez, man. Really going after these Christian hummingbird lovers. I don't think that was called for. You're right. It wasn't. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. These these might be my people soon. I don't know why you're going after them so hard. I think that's why. I love hummingbirds too. Jesus wants me to love hummingbirds. I think so. But he wants oh, you yeah. to find them in their natural habitat. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yeah. <laughs> That sugar is just going to cause some squirrel to have a, a hissy fit. <laughs> so what else is going on, buddy? Oh, with me? Oh, yeah. nothing. You know, just trying not to eat any sugar or bread or <laughs> anything fun. Uh, and doing actually doing that. Um. But you know, still COVID thirtying, so I uh, I am allowing Tito's and soda, uh, and that's it. And you know what? I never thought I would be like so tired of drinking vodka in my entire <laughs> life. Are you kidding me? I like uh, I have six more days, and I'm never drinking vodka again. I think. Just have you have you taken a sip of gin? I'm just kind of curious. Like, just check it out. See what you think. Here's the thing, like, let's be real about, like, the actuality of the situation, which is that the same, there's the same amount of calories in 80-proof vodka as there is in 80-proof gin or tequila or bourbon. Uh, it's this, just about denying yourself. This is just the weird, um, you know, caveat that we gave ourselves, um, which, yes, it's definitely about myself denying denying myself something, but still, you know, re remembering that it's COVID times. Oh uh, uh, yes. So, but man, I 
You can only put so many different fruits in vodka. True. <laughs> in soda. So that text chain earlier was really uh, killing you, right? <laughs> of course it was. Are you kidding me? I just got nine texts about what kind of pizza people want at this party. Uh, it's uh, this birthday party we're supposed to be going to. And uh, not just the pizza, all the different kinds of breadsticks that will be there. <laughs> And I can't have any of it, and it's not any of their their fault. But mm. and it's it's not even it's not even just taking requests. Like it's a group of people all like lobbing out their favorite things from a really good Italian restaurant's menu, which is all pasta, pizza, bread, cheese, all things you can't have. Right. And so wait, okay, so we're what four days away from that birthday party? So you're gonna be. What two days away from being done Four with days? this? What is it? Are we two days away? I lost count. Sorry, I don't know what day it is. <laughs> it doesn't matter because I can't eat anything there anyway. Oh yeah. Well, at least it's not like the next day you're coming off the whole thirty. That would be that would be harder to deal with, right? No, <laughs> it's all the same. Uh, you know what? It's when we come off. Uh, so next Wednesday, I'll be able to just eat and drink what I want. Uh, the food part, I bet we don't change too much, honestly. But yeah. I want bourbon so bad. <laughs> it's like my employees are like, when are you going to get start drinking bourbon again? Because you suck right now. <laughs> are you testy? And I'm like, you know what? I do suck, but I'm being as healthy as I can be in COVID times. <laughs> you know what sucks? You're fucking fired. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. You you want to see suck? Do you want to say suck? <laughs> no. No, we don't want to see suck at all. Mm-mm, we don't want to see Please suck. Please drink more bourbon. Like, man, I never realized how chill I could be. Till I stop. Did you did you just kiss your own forearm? What was that move I just saw? Yeah, I did. Essentially, that's what I did. But I was really just wiping what? the vodka off my mustache. I've never seen someone clean the vodka with like the bottom side of their forearm like that. It's usually like a like a scrub across the uh, the top. You know, it it struck me as when like you see somebody lean up and kiss their bicep, like flexing. Well, I mean. You take it however you want. Oh, I will. <laughs> That's what I heard. Oh, I was going to tell you about a fucking weird documentary that I've been watching. Okay, let's hear it. Um, so, Neil Brennan, uh, I saw I following him on Twitter, and he was recommending this documentary called Can't Get You Out of My Head. And it is, as best I can tell, a six-part documentary for the BBC that is not available on any one place on YouTube. Like, you kind of have to hunt it down. Is it Kylie Uh, Minogue? That's the thing. The first two episodes of this BBC documentary are on Kylie Minogue's YouTube page. It's weird because she had that song, Can't Get You Out of My Head. Right. But they're all like an hour and 10, hour and 20 uh, but it's documentary style. Apparently, this guy, whose damn name is escaping me, um, does this weird like collage style where it's all this like visually interesting footage, and it's just he's jumping all over the place with these collections of different stories. Um, I think the through line is uh, like individualism versus collectivism and how that works with when power shifts around. So like there's stuff about how fucking crazy Nixon was. There's a really interesting story about Tupac Shakur's mother when she was a black Panther way back in the day. Um, I'm trying to think what else that there was something on there about uh, when Bob Geldof did the whole, uh, the Africa aid when the, for the starving people in Africa and what a fuck up that was. Um, right, Live Aid? Yeah, yeah, Live Aid. 
That was a fuck up because the video is pretty cool. <laughs> oh, the video is, yeah, pretty awesome. But the song was. I can't remember the video of it, but... Um, no, it was because they, they sent all this food to Ethiopia, and the corrupt-ass government of Ethiopia essentially used the food to, like, bait people to come in and get the food, and then they just loaded them up on transport planes and flew them to another part of Ethiopia and just dumped them out. Oh. And so... I think they said at the end of that story that somebody, I think it was Doctors Without Borders, basically did the math and they were like, yes, yeah, so they saved a certain number of lives, but there's a very real possibility that it essentially canceled itself out because of their actions. The exact same number of people died. Oh, <laughs> it's like, <geez>. shit. <laughs> but the point being that, yeah, they still had to, they were trying to do all this good, but still within the existing power structure and how just completely fucked up things can be in that situation. But, right. um, Interesting. It's, like I said, it's a super interesting documentary. There's a whole, they go back to uh, Mao Zedong's wife and like her manipulation kind of behind the scenes and having people killed and imprisoned and she was kind of struggling to uh, take over from Mao when he died and that didn't go well. But yeah, I know this is a weird description of this thing, but it's definitely worth a watch and super fucking interesting. Sounds like a bunch of people killing people uh there's some killing okay cool but visually visually very interesting uh the stories are cool i'm curious to see as because i'm through episode four now which was so far the hardest one to locate um so i've got two more to go and i'm curious to see if it all like comes together in the end or if he's just going to keep doing this little collection uh stories style that he's doing but it's good stuff. Cool. What's it called again? Can't Get You Out of My Head. Oh, the Kylie Minogue song. Can't Get You Out of My Head. That song makes no oh, appearance in there whatsoever. Uh, but yeah, strong uh, strong 90s hot video in, on that one. I, would, I did watch that video, yeah. Cool. Oh, yeah. Um... What have I been watching recently besides Thousand Pound Sisters? Rush Limbaugh tribute videos. Oh. Yeah, I guess. R.I.P. <laughs> what's, your, what's your favorite terrible post about Rush Limbaugh so far? <laughs> um, I haven't seen a lot, I'll be honest, because I'm you know, not really on the, on the Facebook. I haven't seen... Really, many on um, Instagram, which is kind of my main social media platform. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. I don't have a good one. I did see somebody posted uh, about Rush Limbaugh. Don't celebrate his death. Mourn his life. <laughs> oh, God. Like, Damn, that cuts deep. <laughs> And then probably the funniest one that I saw, somebody said that uh, isn't it ironic that this man was so against unisex bathrooms since his grave is not going to become one? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> Fucking brutal. <laughs> oh. Not wrong, though. <laughs> no, no. But hell, man, he got that uh, Presidential Medal of Freedom. You know, Never forget. Nobody can take that away. <laughs> Death, maybe. I don't know. Did he get buried with it? Who knows? I hope not. I hope somebody gets to pawn that somewhere. Oh, God. <laughs> this is Rush Limbaugh's Presidential Medal of Freedom. I want $500 for it. I don't give you four. All right, I want $300 for it then. Wait, is this the same guy arguing with himself? There wasn't too much difference between those two voices. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, he did. I mean, I was thinking about the fact that that fucker, he's up there as far as people that like really uh, shaped politics. 
like possibly as much as anybody as far as like a pop culture person or a, a, a commentator, a non-politician, someone who wasn't actively running for office. Like he probably, I mean, hell, he's, he's, fuck, he's responsible for most of the shit that Trump pulled off. Like, yeah, I mean, the absolutely. name, the name calling, like the clever nicknames, that was all Rush Limbaugh back in the day. Right. And, you know, like not to mention that he's like, was uh, on the forefront of when they they changed the law and allowed, <laughs> um, you know, political radio in at all. Um, what like? Oh, talking about the downfall of the fairness doctrine. Yeah, when they just, you know, that he was early days on the radio, like being very partisan. Yeah. I take that back. When I was saying he shaped politics more than almost anybody, I completely forgot about Rupert Murdoch, the Fox News guy. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um. Yeah, you know you can't deny the visual element there, rev flow. Oh yeah, yeah. Pe Americans like to watch things. Yeah. Well. I mean, I, I was thinking about that that name calling shit. The back when like Harry Reid he called him Dingy Harry, and Ruth Bader Ginsburg he called, which I still think is hilarious. Uh, Ruth Buzzy Ginsburg, because <laughs> I mean you can't look at her now and not think about that old woman like beating the shit out of somebody with her purse. <laughs> But it, it's this weird, because yeah, I was talking to somebody the other day about it, and, and how like Rush kind of kind of started all that crap that that Trump just took and ran with as far as giving his political opponents such terrible nick, terrible very pointed nicknames. Right. But it really does like it just lets you, it lets you like dehumanize your rival. You just turn them into a cartoon character, and it makes it, it makes it so much easier and I guess funnier for your followers to like just hate that person just on 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 just on at the beginning just no questions asked you automatically think that person's bad and that they're to be scoffed right. and if you're doing that you're in no way attacking whatever point they're trying to make you're just making fun of that person but fuck rush yeah. was a king of that shit oh agreed um mhm mm well now he's gone. Bye. Bye. <laughs> uh, I don't even know where we go from there. I I don't know either. So wait, you said it smells funny in there? I don't know. Uh, yeah, I think it's this soda water. I I guess it's soda water. Is it turned? Uh, <laughs> it San Pellegrino soda water, mm. which I'm pretty sure doesn't have any sugar in it, right? Oh, I have no idea. I've never, I don't think uh, I've ever had it. Someone tell me it's not true. Maybe that's what I, am I smell? Is am I smelling sugar right now? And it's like weird smelling. <laughs> What if that happened? What if, like, somehow the COVID made your nostrils go all shitty and sugar just tasted and smelled like diarrhea? Wait, the COVID? I haven't COVID. I'm just, I'm just tossing it out there. I mean, there's a, there is a disease going around now that affects people's senses of smell pretty effectively. You think I COVIDed and didn't know? Like, I just had to, I had, like, I was unsymptomatic and, like, I just, like, a super spreader just being like, Mm, I don't even have COVID. I think it's affected your brain. I think you just use the past tense of COVID as a verb. Yeah. Did you just ask if you COVID and didn't know? Yeah, I think that's fair. I think that's a fair question to ask if, you, if oh, yeah. you're being accused of COVIDing. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So what else is going I'm sorry, go ahead. I just can't tell if if it's this drink that smells so weird, or if it's the bunker. 
No, I'm just I did that thing where uh yeah, before the podcast I wolfed down a pretty delicious cafe racer hamburger, laid a nice little bed of food in my tummy and now I'm just plowing through rye whiskey. Oh cool. I've got that, well, I just got that worry that like ten minutes before bedtime everything's gonna clear my stomach and it's gonna like whoa. I don't know. Are you talking about drinking whiskey in front of me because you know that I can't drink it? No, I didn't mean that. I'm sorry. I feel like you're um, teasing me. I feel like you are like you're trying to get a rise out of me. No, no, it's not gonna happen, Mister. It's not gonna happen. No, I mean I wasn't. You will not get a rise out of me, no matter how much rye whiskey you drink. Oh my God! Maybe you should try drinking more. Do I have to drink every time you say rye whiskey? Mm -hmm. Mm. That's a new game we just started playing right now. (laughs) um what else is going on with me i don't know man nothing oh yeah yeah i'm just waiting for winter to be over you know got some new shoes what do you think about these uh Nice. Look like some outdoor like trail walking shoes. Oh, you're not wrong. They outdoor their their trail walking shoes for the outdoors. I sure hope so. I would hate to get shoes of this nature and have them not at least repel most of the water. Yeah. My uh, yeah, my wife finally got fed up with uh, my old yard shoes, which were just shoes that the front half of them were just covered in duct tape that I would just keep reapplying as it wore off. Okay, I can understand that. So she bought me something that I was surprisingly like not cool with, which is like brand new yard shoes, and they're kind of uh, good, good little kind of trail walking shoes, but they are absolutely not waterproof at all. Like a fucking drop of water hits them, and my fucking socks are soaked. Oh, geez. How did the duct tape work? Um, I mean, should you just, I don't know. Should you just put duct tape all over these new yard shoes to, like, you know, keep them, keep the water up your, your socks? Well, then tying them becomes an issue. You can't tie them down very well once you've taped up all of the, uh, the leeway on your shoestrings. I got these in the hopes that they were as waterproof as advertised. So far, so good, but I've only worn them one day. Um, do you have a problem with, uh, well, I guess not at this point yet, but like when they're waterproof, they tend to hold all the stink in too? Yeah, of course. That's the trade-off, <laughs> that you just have rotten, moist, stinky feet, all wrinkly and pale? Oh, it's way better than the moist, stinky feet that you get from having wet feet all day. <laughs> true, true. It's a manageable, moist stink. <laughs> something you, you can do something about as opposed to the other the other's just foot decay in, in the making <laughs> a jungle rot yeah no trench foot around here we're keeping our toesies dry it's important uh, do they breathe? I don't know I've only worn them for one day I hope so oh, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not that concerned about it okay these tootsies are tough. <laughs> well, hey, in uh, in space news, there they just apparently they landed that rover on Mars successfully, so it's uh, crawling around looking for life. I saw that plutonium uh, powered robot. Is that what it is, really? Yeah, plutonium powered. Uh, gonna gonna crawl around for two years and take samples, and then some other. Uh, robot is supposed to go there, collect the samples, and fly back. Wait, a second robot is going to go meet up with the first robot? That yeah. seems like a, a lot of margin of error, you know? Oh, uh, yeah. You're talking about millions of miles. Um, Absolutely. Why not just make the first robot come back? I, is they're like, because I don't think they have the technology yet. <laughs> they're like, we're going to get this one. It gives us like... You know, it drives around for two years. The other, the last two that they had, what the, um, 
Oh shit! What were the two Mars rovers that la- that lasted like four times as long as I thought thought it was going to? Oh, Endeavor yeah. and no, Endeavor is a space shuttle thing. Mm-hmm. How how tight do you think? Like, because that that hit the news yesterday or earlier today, maybe of, of how the, this thing was on approach. And they were like, all right, everything comes down to if they can actually stick this landing. If everything goes like it's supposed to, this thing will be there and it will do its mission for two years and drive around. They're like, but if it messes up, if anything goes wrong, it's just, I guess, billions of dollars wasted. I'm not sure. But I'm sure how tight do you think their assholes are clinched when they're waiting to see if that fucking thing lands right? Very tight, I am sure. Mm-hmm. Um you know how tight like what we're talking about bb tight um what's smaller than that maybe like uh maybe like a (laughs) it's like i was thinking sunflower z but that's not smaller than a bb i guess Mm -hmm. maybe in one axle how about like i don't know I may have just broke my watch. <laughs> Trying to figure out what you could fit in an asshole so tight. It's like Mullenbergia seed, but like, does anybody know what that is besides me? <laughs> Maybe Mullenbergia uh, it, seed, you guys. How about how Echinacea seed? Poppy seed. That's more common in kitchens everywhere, right? Poppy go. seeds. There you go. My stupid, weird brain goes to like... You're talking shop completely. You're deep into your job. Uncommon seeds that people probably don't know about. Uh, <laughs> not a can of seed. Those are huge. Ah, uh, you know what I mean. I just know avocado seeds. Those are those are very large, but they're also usually quite slick. Yep, yeah, it's got a layer of fat surrounding it, so. It's... Right up in there, no problem. Does have a pointy end. Surely, someone somewhere has had to go to the ER to get an avocado pit removed from their butthole, right? One hundred percent. No. The the real question would be like, how many people? How many people in the state of California between? 1970 and 1982. I'm going to say 13. That sounds like a deep Wikipedia search. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good luck with Wikipedia coming up with that. that uh, <laughs> stat. Oh. Well, I'm not going to lie. Uh, I mean, recording this episode tonight really made me miss my cat that died. I'm so sad he's dead. I, well, God, I am very sad too. And I mean, little squeak too. I mean, I miss him. Like, uh, mm. I can go either way. I'm hoping. I mean, seriously, I'm hoping he's getting some good rest. He's getting a good night's sleep. He's got his head laying on a pillow. You know, he's not. He's playing fucking video games. He's just enjoying the night off. He called in sick. That piece of shit. He better be he's playing just... video games. I hope so. You know what I could have been doing tonight? You know what I could have been doing tonight? Little squeak. What? I could have been becoming a star. Like an actual star with like really like dense, you know, innards. You know that they say that a tablespoon of white dwarf star weighs a thousand pounds. A thousand pounds. That's what they say. I heard that once. You think about that little squeak next time you decide that you're too tired to do this podcast. <laughs> think hard about that. Think, think real hard, mister. Think real hard. Think real hard. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Do you guys know... 
should be a little squeaky. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yeah, no. <laughs> Where you can go to find out all the things you want to know about Armageddon After Party. You can go to ArmageddonAfterParty.com, man. Just go on and get on there. Get on there and find out all the things you want to know about Armageddon After Party, including episodes. Go ahead and download them. You can stream them straight from the, down from the side if you want. Just do whatever you want. Go to Porsche. your favorite podcast on the back player the and Illid. fucking Illid. just listen. Give us a comment so and like us and Such start and all that bullshit. When you hey, have you it, can, it's actually just in the bowl, and all you have to do is just grab that brush <laughs> and go squeaky, squeaky, and it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> it was the birth of a nickname right there. <laughs> you guys can go to um, After Party Pod little, on Twitter little, to follow little, us little, and little, like little, you know little, see what we're talking about. Follow Gerald and Portante on Twitter. That's uh, Reverend Florist right there. You can follow me and Lil Squeak on Instagram. I'm Dick Loverboy. He's TJ Higgins. Hopefully we made it through this episode okay without Lil Squeak. But if we didn't, you guys let us know. We love you. Thank you. Good night. Bye. From the bunker in beautiful Athens, Georgia, I'm... I was going to say Little Squeak, but I'm not. <laughs> I'm Dick Loverboy. Say good night for the Reverend Flores and Little Squeak. Say good night, boy.